Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill, and today going to be taking a look at the final episode of the first half of season 15 of South Park with You're Getting Old. This is actually one of the more famous episodes of South Park, or at least in the last 10 years or so, uh, for the ending of the show, which obviously I'll talk about in a little bit, but this is one of those episodes that, honestly, I, I think even if you're not a fan of South Park, you kind of associate, like, that feeling, and, and, and I'll talk about it as we go along. So, uh, let's jump into this week's episode, You're Getting Old. So, the episode begins at Whistling Willie's, where we're celebrating Stan's 10th birthday. Wow, Stan is 10 years old, and this show's only been on for 14 years. <laughs> anyway, so... Stan uh, is getting a birthday gift when Cartman asks his mom for his gift. So the thought is, oh, okay, he's, you know, she's getting him his gift to give to Stan. Well, actually, it's a gift for Cartman <laughs> because every time uh, they, they go to someone's birthday party... Cartman gets a birthday gift for him on that particular person's birthday. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure how to um, how to really categorize it other than that. So then Kyle uh, gives Stan his birthday gift and it's a CD of this tween wave band. And Sharon is very cautious about it and does not want Stan to listen to the music. So, back home, jeez, uh, I'm, I'm still thinking about this episode. Sharon and Randy, they are having a talk basically about this music. And Sharon, and, and there's one point, I, I love it, where... Randy is like, oh, look at me. Our music was so much better back in the day. Oh, this music today doesn't really work. So, Sharon insists, you listen to it. You listen to the music. So, Randy takes the CD, puts it in his computer, and starts listening. So, basically, it's sounding like crap. However, Randy will not admit that this sounds like crap. Um, and <laughs> I, I just forgot about something. I'll, I'll get to it in a minute. Does it sound like crap, even though Sharon knows it is? Um, this episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on June 8th, 2011. Wanted to mention that. I kind of jumped right into it just, be just because of the episode. So... As Stan 
So then there's this discussion between the parents and the boys and Randy. And they're basically preventing them from listening from this tween wave music. And they put in the police. And they play every breath you take. So as the music is playing, you hear, you know, shitting sounds. And the guys are like, oh, this is terrible. This is horrible. And... You know, it actually comes off as a good scene there. So, as things are going along, Stan listens to his iPod. And and on this particular night, he listens to his iPod. And it's an album of the, of the album that he got for his birthday. And he starts listening to it. And it doesn't sound the same. So he tries another track. Doesn't sound the same. Third track. Okay, he keeps going, 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 going. So then, the next morning, at the bus stop, he talks to Kyle, and he talk and he says to Kyle, this sounds like shit. You know, this music just sounds like shit. So, Kyle's like, oh, oh you know, I'm sorry to hear that. So now Stan goes to the doctor and, you know, he's trying to get this figured out. And there's a real funny scene where it's like, because, you know, he's told that he just had a 10th birthday and the doctor's like, okay, I'm going to play you some Bob Dylan. I want you to tell me what you think. So, you know, he starts playing. Yeah, man, yeah. Yeah, And Stan thinks it sounds like shit. So then he holds up two pictures. One picture is of Kevin James in his new movie, The Zookeeper. And the other one is basically a piece of poo in the in a in a microwave. And when Stan looks at both pictures, he sees the same thing. They're both pieces of crap. So the doctor says, look, you have this diagnosis. You're basically becoming a cynical asshole. That's basically what you're becoming. So Stan's starting to get older. And then we get to a point where Randy is still listening to tween wave music and and this is like the final scene of tween wave because we don't hear tween wave after this which is kind of weird because at first it becomes a focal point of the episode but by like the middle of the episode it starts to basically disappear so then while randy and sharon are having this discussion about you know, the music, Sharon tries to convince Randy, look, I know you wanted to be a rock star at one point, but you gotta move on. You know, you're getting older. Anybody can, anybody can make that kind of music. And then it pops in Randy's head, and he's like, anybody? So we'll see where that goes in a minute. 
So Stan comes over to Kyle's house where the guys are there. And they're playing on the Xbox and Stan's feeling down. And they, you know, trying to cheer him up. And then Stan is basically becoming a cynical asshole like the doctor said. Like, you know, this game isn't really that good. You know, I don't really know why you would be playing with that. I mean, the system isn't even that good. I mean, it, it is just terrible. And the guys are like, okay, yeah, sure. So then we see Randy, who is at this bowling alley, and he is a musician. Again, I, I guess Sharon kind of forgets that time that he was in a boy band. But anyway. So Randy becomes a musician called Steamy Ray Vaughn. And basically, he has like a little keyboard, has a sound system, has a guitar, and then he just farts in a microphone. And this one guy's watching it and he's like, those par britches, those par, par britches. So, the next day, the guy that was at the bowling alley talks to his friend, who's a farmer. And, and I'll talk about, at the end, who voiced the farmer in the episode. And he talks about, you know, this performer, Steamy Ray Vaughn. And then he's like, did you say Stevie Ray Vaughn? No, 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 this is Steamy Ray Vaughn. And the guy's like, oh, so it's not Stevie Ray Vaughan, the guy that played blues music and then died in an airplane accident. Yeah, this is Stevie Ray Vaughan. And, you know, I, I feel so worried about his britches. You know, I, I don't know if his britches are going to make it. So, so Stan is at a point where he's just trying to, you know, go through everything. And everything he sees or listens to or watches he sees it as basically shit like for example they go to get ice cream stan is not liking the ice cream he thinks the ice cream is a big pile of you know shit basically and you know it starts to become more and more to stan so, later, Stan goes to a diner. He's eating by himself. He was supposed to meet up with the guys, but apparently the guys all were sick and couldn't meet up with him. So, as he's ordering his food, here's Kyle, Cartman, and Kenny. They're, they're fine. They're fine. They, they, basically, they lied to Stan. And Kyle, you know, was like, look, I, I felt better, then the guys felt better, and then we just, like, we should just go out to the movies. And Stan doesn't buy it. And Kyle's like, look, you, lately you've just been kind of ruining what we kind of like. And, you know, they're going to go to the movies, and Stan's like, please, let me, let me go to the movies with you. Let me go to the movies. I promise I won't say anything critical about anything. Not one bit. And Kyle's like, all right, we'll let you go. We'll let you come. 
but you know if you start we're we're leaving so you know they get there and they're starting the trailers so the first trailer is for jack and jill the adam sandler movie and i don't even need to go into that and stan's like oh god why would anyone want to see that and then the next one is for and i forget the name of the movie but it's the movie with jim carrey where he takes care of penguins in his apartment and stan's like oh man this looks like shit too and then there's a third trailer where a duck is the president of the united states of america and dogs are with this duck so i guess the dog and the duck are running the country or something so that's kind of a made-up that's kind of a made-up thing there it stands like oh my god this is just shitty and that's it the guys have had enough so they leave the movie theater stands you know trying to beg or not beg but you know trying to apologize and you know asking them for forgiveness and all that and kyle and stan have a talk and as Kyle is talking to Stan, there's shit coming out of his mouth. And, you know, and then he ends up turning into a piece of shit. And this is one of the things that happens with Stan is like a lot of people that talk, they end up spewing shit out of their mouths. So it's almost like Stan is apologizing, like he's trying to be sincere, but when other people talk, it's like, yeah, I don't believe you. So then we go back to Randy, who is performing as Steamy Ray Vaughn. And there are more people there at the bowling alley. And he then brings up another musician. And he met her on the internet. She's a parent too likes this kind of music, and he introduces her as Steamy Nicks. So, and then the two guys are like, Steamy Nicks? Is she from Fleetwood Mac? No, 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 that's Stevie Nicks. She wrote that song Landslide, you know? Oh, yeah, I, I, I just hope her britches don't get messed up too. So, they start playing a song, and... Sharon comes in and Sharon is beyond pissed like beyond like maybe further than beyond and she and Randy end up going home and they start having an argument as the argument is going on the two guys are like you know what we gotta do we got to save that man's britches or else they're going to get ruined. So then we have the argument, Sharon and Randy. And it's like Sharon brings up all the good points. Like you've fought at baseball games. You've played World of Warcraft. You've become a celebrity chef. You've got all these silly, ridiculous dreams. And Randy comes back and... At one point, he says, I don't feel happy. I haven't been happy for a long time. And then Sharon admits the same thing. She doesn't feel happy at all. And it's, you know, 
kind of a part of being old. And, you know, it's like, wow, they're really starting to grow apart here. And then we get to the ending. Um, this might easily be not only the single saddest ending to an episode of South Park ever, it may be one of the saddest scenes ever done in television. So, Landslide by Fleetwood Mac is playing. Kind of ironic how a few minutes ago they mentioned Landslide. So here's Stan sitting at, on a log looking at Stark's pond. And here comes Kyle. And Kyle is looking to basically apologize. But Stan never sees him. Kyle walks away. As the music is playing, Sharon and Shelley are helping pack up. Randy is having a discussion with Stan in his room. Randy drives a, a U-Haul truck and he's driving away. He looks back at the house and then there's a for sale sign on the house. Um, as the music keeps playing, we do get one funny piece where the guys that stole the britches of Randy, uh, the britches get taken back and the guys are fighting to, to get them back, but they don't. And then we see Sharon and Shelly and Stan, they're at their new place. Stan is sitting on a swing and he's all alone and then he's at the school and everyone looks like shit. The food is shit. The people are shit. Everything is shit. And then we see Kyle and Cartman playing together on the Xbox. And they're starting to become real good friends. And then the final scene is Stan looking up to the ceiling of his bedroom. As the song finishes and the and it goes to black, it fades to black. And that is the end of You're Getting Old. Excuse me, I'm uh Um Wiping back tears actually talking about it. Um I, I, I will mention um, um, many many years ago um, my grandmother was not feeling well and um, I, I, I never forgot this um, my sister used to work at the same place that I work at now. And, um, she was, she told me, you know, we gotta go. Cause, um, it, 
it was looking pretty bad. So, got my stuff, uh, hopped in the car, driving, and um, we had the radio playing. And they had done the commercials on the station. And the first song that that they play on the radio was Landslide. Not not the Fleetwood Mac version. It was the Smashing Pumpkins version, which uh, was the first time I ever heard that song, and to this day is the only time I ever heard that song. And I remember my sister grabbed my hand, and we looked at each other. And uh, we, we kind of knew. We kind of knew this was going to be it. And then um, when we got there, um, our grandmother had passed away. But I, I, I remember the song playing and and again it was the smashing pumpkins version it wasn't fleetwood mac it, it was smashing pumpkins um so when this episode first aired and it had that ending it was so surprising and then uh Watching it again, <sighs> watching it again, uh, just <sighs> it uh, brought back some memories. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I I apologize um for that, but you know we're all gonna be human at some point. As far as this episode goes, um, if the ending is not there, I don't know. If it would have been lower or not. But. I think. With the ending. It. Actually makes this episode a 10. And. This is an. This is an episode. Even. Yes with all the poop jokes. And all that. There. Is. A message in there of we all get old 
we kind of lose touch on things that we like and start to not like them anymore. And we all go through that. We all live through it. So that's why I'm giving this episode a 10. This is a 10 out of 10. Um, like I said, that ending is... You, you have to see the whole episode to get to the ending. And then have that whole experience of just knock you down on the ground being shocked. Okay, so I want to mention uh, we there there was a guest of guest voice and it was Bill Hader. He was one of the farmers in the episode, and at this point in time, um, Bill Hader was working with South Park a little bit, but. He was also on a little show called Saturday Night Live, and he began in 2005, and he had an eight-year run on that show, and he, excuse me, and he ended up being really one of the better cast members um, he was just unbelievably awesome. He really was. So, um, check out his work on SNL. He was really fantastic. Such a funny, funny guy. Um, and he was with the with the South Park guys for a while before he went to SNL. So, he kind of knows his shtick. Okay. Um, let's talk about the production notes of this episode um so this was the final run or the final episode of the spring run um the first element of the episode's plot uh to be crafted was stan's 10th birthday and his feeling of getting old as a reference to parker and stone's own aging at the time of the episode's broadcast stone had just turned 40 parker was 41 they decided to make a two-part episode with the second half airing at the beginning of the fall run, which would be in October. Parker and Stone did not write the second part until they reconvened in the fall, so they got they were able to take a break. Another idea from which the episode was crafted was the fictional tween wave genre. Initially, the episode would have found the genre enjoyed by all citizens of the town of South Park, not just a younger audience. By Sunday, completed animated shots were being edited together and set to Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. The song's use in the episode was uncertain until the night before the episode's premiere when the production received clearance to use it. Parker noted later that they had backup songs to use if necessary, though none fit as well as Landslide and... Yeah, they're pretty right. The producers were very satisfied with the ending, feeling it provided a very emotional conclusion to the show. 
In addition, the episode contains what Parker describes in the commentary as our favorite thing of any South Park ever, the duck president who communicates by spraying feces from his mouth. Uh, he remarked, every time in the retake room when Duck President was on, shitting, quacking, and shitting, we just thought it was the greatest thing ever. The dialogue between Sharon and Randy that would provoke significant attention was not scripted until less than 48 hours prior to broadcast and was one of the last completed parts of the show. Parker likened the scene to an afterthought as he felt it was not necessarily central to the episode's story. The episode's main theme has been described as universal and timeless, but also specific and personal. Growing up and dealing with change. The episode makes it clear that Stan's pre-adolescent battle with cynicism is not necessarily representative of all tweens. One reviewer described the character's problem as more common to depression. The episode also mocks how cynical culture breeds cynical audiences, typified in the contemptuous trailers for predictable films during the scenes set at the cinema, which often ended with the insult F.U. Sean O'Neill, in the episode's review at the A.V. Club, linked the episode's theme to modern culture. The internet has turned nearly everyone into a cynic. Time reviewer James Poniewozik disagreed with his assessment, but did note that there's definitely an argument that the instant dissection of all experience online encourages a kind of protective dismissiveness. The episode was also interpreted as a satire of immediate online responses from fans who criticized South Park as stale but continue to watch regardless. South Park generally ends on a positive note and resets upon the next episode, in which way it is connected to traditional television sitcoms, as it does not serialize or employ story arcs with frequency. An example of this format is best characteristic of the show's early years, in which Kenny was killed in every episode. In contrast, the stark, abrupt ending of You're Getting Old was inspired by modern television dramas in which events can go poorly and the episode ends regardless. The character of Sharon references this in one of the episode's final moments, criticizing on a metafictional level the show's form and reliance on happy endings. Stone likened this structure to an immature view of the world. He remarks in the, in the episode's DVD commentary that things do not often end on a happy note in real life. Likewise, the dialogue between Sharon and Randy about their broken relationship near the end of the episode functions as commentary on the show's general form, which is consequently broken. A central element of the episode's plot line concerns the fictional tween wave of genre of music, which consists of audible flatulence and defecation in a literal sense. In the episode, children love tween wave while adults are generally repelled by it. This joke serves as a commentary on genera or generation gaps. In this sense, Parker related it to the plot line of the Hans Christian Andersen short, The Emperor's New Clothes. Reviewers interpreted the episode's use of literal feces as just a simple example of the show's use of scatological humor, 
but also a comment on the dismissiveness of things vulgarly described as crap or shit. Alan Sepinwall of HitFix interpreted the final dialogue as a criticism of those lacking passion, and also an observation on the show's recurring philosophy, which he described as the exact opposite. How other people care too much about things, and that many of our big problems and scandals would go away if everyone could just relax and feel less passionate. Alright, um... Excuse me. Now to the media coverage, and, and this is very rare to talk about media coverage of this episode. So the press release prior to the airing of the episode alluded to its significance, stating, After Stan celebrates his 10th birthday, he begins to see everything differently. The very fabric of South Park begins to unravel. Coinciding with production and performance of the Broadway musical The Book of Mormon, which was produced by Parker and Stone, there had been speculation over doubt within the writing team on the future of the show. Following the episode's broadcast, it received significant media attention due to its ending and themes. Much of the conversation centered on the final scene of dialogue between the marshes, with Entertainment Weekly noting it could be a not-so-thinly-veiled way of Stone and Parker telling us they had a similar discussion about their very show. Critics pointed to a March 2011 profile in The Hollywood Reporter in which they spoke at how they dreaded to return to producing South Park. I don't know how we're going to do it. It's a nightmare. Knowing that Parker and Stone have been experiencing a bit of an existential crisis or even just restlessness definitely made tonight seem unusually thematically heavy, remarked Sean O'Neill of the AV Club. Parker and Stone were in New York to attend the 65th Tony Awards and during the ensuring press junkets were asked about the episode. On June 15th, Parker and Stone appeared on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart where they denied being unhappy with the show and stated that they still enjoyed producing episodes. Parker commented that while the episode did deal with some issues they had with the show, they particularly enjoyed creating You're Getting Old and that despite not knowing what upcoming episodes would be about, they would resolve such questions about resuming production in August of that year. Parker said in the DVD commentary, Looking back at it, it kind of does look like we're kind of saying we don't want to do this anymore, but it's not really what we were saying. This episode was watched by 2.29 million viewers, that is according to the Nielsen Media Research, and... That is, at that point, and it will end up being, the lowest rated episode of the entire season. Reaction to You're Getting Old was positive. Critics pointed to the self-referencing aim of the episode in growing older and redefining senses of humor as well as cynicism. While Ramsey Eisler of IGN found the episode to be largely humorless and monotonous, he interpreted this as intentional on the part of the show's creators, who he believed had grown weary of creating the series. Eisler called the final moments of the episode the most somber material the series has ever produced, providing the emotional soundtrack for a montage of images that just ripped the heart out of any South Park fan, giving the episode an 8.5 out of 10. 
Hitfix's review on the episode focused on its personal philosophic themes, with reviewer Alan Seppenwall stating, But what was interesting about Stan's existential crisis, and how he struggled to like anything, is that the show's philosophy has often largely been about how other people care too much about things. Yet here, Stan's lack of passion, and the Marsh parents, was clearly shown to be a bad thing for them. Sean O'Neill of the AV Club commented on the finality of the episode, noting that although the creators were still under contract until 2013, there are already scores of people questioning on IMDb boards and Twitter whether it was, in fact, a surprise series finale. O'Neill saw the use of Landslide, the only song in the episode that does not feature the sounds of defecation, in the episode's closing moments to have served as both a parody of a self-serious drama's season finale and an actual self-serious dramatic season finale. James Ponewozik of Time remarked that the episode moved him to tears, commenting that it is one of those episodes that managed to combine the many different things lesser South Park episodes do individually. Pop culture parody, scatological hilarity, and stories about childhood. He described the dialogue between the Marshes as stunningly genuine, summarizing the episode as simultaneously one of the most juvenile episodes South Park has ever done, and possibly its most mature. In December of 2011, Time Magazine ranked this, this episode at number 7 in its list of the top 10 TV episodes of 2011, with James Panawozik commenting, With no easy wrap-up to Stan's depression and ending with an entirely unironic montage set to landslide, South Park showed that it too can grow up, if thankfully, not by much. Um, I will be honest, when I first watched that episode, when it aired, I never thought of it as that being the final episode of South Park. I, I never did. Watching it this time around, I could see where people are thinking, that's it. That's the final episode. I could see that. So, all right, let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this episode. Of almost 3,000 users, the average rating for this episode is an 8.5 out of 10. Over 1,000 people have given this episode a 10. That is the score I'm giving this episode. 702 people gave it a 9. 528 people gave it an 8. And 66 people gave it a 1. To break it down into demographics, the average rating for males was an 8.5, with its highest rating being a 9.4 in the under 18 demographic. Meanwhile, with females, the average rating was an 8.8, and even though one person under 18 did give it a 10, I'm not going to really count that one, the highest demographic was in the 18 to 29 category with an average rating of an 8.9. So, now that we've gone through all of that, what did the users, uh, you know, the, the, the users think 
of this episode. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get a drink for this one. All right. So, uh, gonna start with Red underscore Identity, who wrote, "I have loved South Park for some time now. Many fans have complained about the quality of the season." And I had heard how Trey Parker and Matt Stone have not been so happy. But this episode gave me a much different side to the best animated show of all time. As always, there is a cultural relevance to the episode about the new generation. But the episode also served as a sense of melancholy. We all get old. We all find ourselves feeling differently about things as we get older and as time passes. I cannot recall any TV episode hitting on that note as much as this South Park episode. It conjured up a tone unlike anything else I had seen from South Park. I expected the writers to come up with a new joke at the end to reset the show like always. But it ended on the melancholy tone that I didn't expect. It was sort of depressing, but it gave the show new heights. Next review is from Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, After Stan's 10th birthday, he begins to think everything he used to like sucks now, or becomes shit, if you will. The music he used to like now sounds bad, along with other things, such as movies and video games. He goes to a doctor who says he has cynicism. This causes him to begin alienating himself from his friends. Meanwhile, the parents of South Park will not let their children listen to the new tween genre of music as they believe it sounds like crap. Randy will not admit he thinks it sounds like crap in order not to feel old. He begins to really embrace the music and begins playing it, which starts to anger Sharon. The ending of the episode is quite shocking and depressing for a show such as South Park. It leaves viewers wondering if there is a connection between the ending of the show and the current state of South Park, as well as Trey Parker and Matt Stone's relationship. It will be very interesting to see what is in store for the rest of the season. Overall, this episode was excellent because it's a mix of comedy and drama and the shockingly depressing ending. Next review is from MetalRocks underscore 2000, who wrote, For the 35 years I've been alive, I can say that there are a few times that I've been shocked. One was the season finale of House, and the second was the episode of South Park that aired on June 8th of 2011. The plot starts off rather standard, with Stan's parents at a crossroads because they are feeling out of touch with the younger generation. They also feel they are in a rut, repeating the same patterns over and over again. Little did they know that this feeling is also being experienced by Stan. This causes a divide between Kyle, Cartman, and Stan. And while Stan tries to prove he hasn't outgrown that, which entertains his friends, he fails badly. The boys agreed to see a movie, which resulted in Stan annoyed at the countless ads for movies featuring Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, and others. He sees, well, crap, where his friends see entertainment. After being critical of one too many previews, Cartman and Kyle leave him behind. Stan pleads with Kyle to give him one last chance, but is rebuffed. What follows is a montage where Stan comes to grip with his feelings while it's learned that the Marshes are leaving South Park. And this is where the shock comes in. You spend the time waiting for Kyle to forgive Stan and all to be well. The moment never comes. And we close with Stan laying in bed in a brand new town. 
and as Stan lets up a depressed sigh, the closing credits roll. What is the future of Stan Marsh? While Kyle seek for him to return to South Park, we don't know. It was Kyle, Stan, Kenny, and Carmen in the beginning. Kenny has faded away, and it looks like Stan is a goner, leaving just Kyle and Carmen to carry the load. Since it debuted 14 years ago, South Park has relied on gags to shock us. Little did we know they could shock us with a little heart. I'm already looking forward to the next season of South Park, The Fate of Stan Marsh. Okay, uh, next review is from Varon underscore 120, who wrote, Before watching this episode, my favorite South Park episode was Scott Turnerman Must Die. But I have to say this is the best South Park episode. On the exterior side, some people might view the episode to be of toilet humor nature, but it's just the facade. I didn't have a single laughing moment in this episode. South Park always conveys a message in a humorous ap approach. Matt and Trey are very intelligent. They always convey a message in the garb of humor. The episode starts with the 10th birthday of Stan Marsh. And as the episode progresses, it turns out that as you get old, the things you used to like, you don't like those things anymore. So, we may speculate that South Park has been there for a long time and, and it has grown old. Also, the ratings of South Park have declined this season. But, all the episodes have been picked up from the recent but not very popular events. The episode ends with Stan's parents getting separate. Both Randy and Sharon Marsh said they have been unhappy for a while and they further say that the same shit happens every week without change. Both Matt and Trey said that they have become tired of making South Park episodes. So, it might be an indication of South Park coming to an end. On the new front, it is shown that Stan and Kyle growing apart and Carmen and Kyle getting a little closer. We see Carmen and Kyle exchanging smiles at each other for the first time, I guess. So, it may be a new beginning as well. But, I must say that this episode is the most serious South Park episode I've ever seen. I thought it would get lighter in the end, but it didn't. I am a huge South Park fan, and I wouldn't ever want South Park to come to an end. But, despite being serious, this is a terrific mid-season episode. I hope it's a new beginning, not curtains for South Park. Okay, next review is from Borco Bordo, who wrote, Trey Parker and Matt Stone probably haven't been that open in the last 10 years. This is not an episode. This is a message. If you consider this and watch it again, it turns out very clearly. The makers of the show made a big statement. Hey, guess what? We just came to terms with the fact that for some time now we've been cheating on our fans and on ourselves. We evolved something that was great into something shitty. I believe this is one of the greatest moves cartoon show creators have ever made. These 20 minutes are packed with metaphors and statements that are so unusual for South Park. Already 5 minutes into the episode I knew something was wrong. Odd. Different. But in the end, I smiled and was so thankful for this revelation. Over the years, I was seriously wondering where South Park was going. The topics got repetitive. The average episode quality dramatically sunk starting with Season 8. 
humor was largely based on aggressive American slapstick rather than the original black, British, sarcastic humor. It became almost entirely dependent on current issues in the world. The exaggerated topics left the makers no air to slow down again. It mostly revolved around conspiracy, stereotypes, trends, or stupid celebrities. The points to prove became either increasingly absurd or too theatrical. The sequential dramaturgy of each episode became almost identical after season 10. I could go on. Until season 4, South Park is absolutely timeless, fresh, cheeky, honest, and original. Until season, until season 7, it became more sadistic, sociopolitical, and versatile. Season 7 itself confirmed the routine that was starting to take action. Up from Season 8, you could clearly observe certain side topics Matt and Trey may have experienced during their childhood, but the main concerns have always been used. So the only way to get the show going now was to weave the setting together with things happening at that time in the real world. So it became like a Saturday night, let's review the past seven days in a comedic comment show that almost cried out to be forgotten when its successor aired. In fact, I can hardly quote any statement made from now on. It kind of became shitty. Season 9 finally confirmed the new destination. Mainstream. Like Randy said, I've been unhappy for a long time. So have I been. I think this isn't about growing old within the heads of Matt and Trey, it's more about the self-pressure of topping themselves after each episode in a paradigm that they didn't want to have created in the first place. That's why this episode is so asymmetrical for a routine South Park one. Damned, I should get in, I should get to an end, I should get to the end and end with this. In conclusion, I interpret this as a cry for help. They're stuck in something they obviously can't get out of anymore. Are they growing old? No, they are getting wise. Someone once said, you realized you've become mature after you stopped educating your parents, or in this case, audience. Perhaps the tranquilizing remedy for this is cynicism. I seriously can't wait what's going to be next, and even if it was the end of the whole show, I would be satisfied. Thanks, Matt and Trey, for this confession. Alright, I'm going to read a couple of negative reviews. This one is from Orbital-13344 who wrote, Other than the serious ending, which gets a point, one joke shouldn't warrant a 9 or 10. Yes, people change as they get older. Lots, Lots to mind for the creative South Park team, but they decide to use the same gag and ratchet up the disgust factor. Not South Park worthy. The other one is from Micah Friend, who wrote, Is South Park ending for good? The end of this episode, after seeing how cynical the episode was throughout about how shitty everything is, makes me wonder, are they done? Support what? Another stupid dream? Because I'm unhappy, okay? I've been unhappy a long time. I'm unhappy too. We both are obviously, how much longer can we keep doing this? It's like the same shit just happens over and over, and then in a week, it just all resets until it happens again. Every week, it's kind of the same story in a different way, but it just keeps getting more and more ridiculous. 
I don't know if I've changed or you have. I just feel like I might not have a whole lot of time left and want to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it too, but I can't fake it anymore. You just seem kind of shitty to me. You kind of seem shitty to me too. People get older, Randy. People grow apart. Enter Landslide Song. Is this it? Is this the end of South Park? The ending of City Sushi was awkward to say the least, and now this ending? Is it over? Could it be? P.S. I loved South Park, but this episode was horrible and felt ominous. Okay, uh, next one is from Nelichi, who wrote, Well, to be honest, I really didn't find this episode funny. I was eating some fruits when started watching this episode, and I threw up. I mean, come on, poops for and farts for 21 minutes, 30 seconds? There were no funny materials involved anyways. I was able to watch it two days after the stomach thingy about the episode. And it seemed like at the end they gave the signal that they are going to stop the show since Stan's family is moving and her mom said every week same things in different perspectives. I had enough and I am not happy either, etc. At first, I thought this is the final episode when I heard that dialogue between Stan's parents. But even if it's not the final episode, still this episode gives the idea that this is the last episode and they are bored making South Park. Because in this new season, they lack the comedy and originality of jokes. They are using same old punchlines in different situations, but it seems clear they have given up on South Park and don't give a crap anymore. Like they just don't care and want to get over it. Another review from Shawshank, Shawshank Rezus who wrote, I have to admit this episode scared me. Matt and Trey have for years discussed a season without comedy on South Park. And this appears to be the season because I have yet to laugh hysterically at any episode yet. This episode outlines some disturbing thoughts about the show's future, which many have suggested this could be the last season of South Park, which would be a loss on mankind. Specifically disturbing was the split of the Marsh family and the fight that specifically ended their relationship. There were numerous references to the crap that was previous episodes, and it can be easily taken as a message to the fans by Matt and Trey that they've become bored after 15 years with South Park. Also notable, disturbing, not only from this episode, but from ones preceding this episode, is the break of the long-standing warfare between Eric, Carmen, and Kyle, which has been a staple of the show's humor for most of the 15 years. Frankly, this episode has set up two possibilities. A. That was it. There is no more South Park, and Matt and Trey basically just gave their viewership a gigantic middle finger and said, we're bored, screw it, or B, Matt and Trey are setting up for an epic finale to their long-running show that will culminate in the fall of this year. Alright, uh, two more reviews. This is from Memoria3, who wrote, What a great episode. I was 12 when South Park first came out. I was totally hyped about him months before it finally premiered. I've been using IMDb for what feels like 10 years. This is my first review. I could not believe the ending. This episode contains elements that have never been in a South Park episode before. It almost reminds me of when The Simpsons used to have scenarios you could actually relate to. 
This episode deals with some of the most depressing social situations that a scary amount of people go through every day. Probably the first time I've ever been shocked by this show because it was so unexpected. I actually planned on watching the episode right before bedtime. Instead, I ended up staying up late chatting about it. Blah, what a loser. Aw, don't say that. The final review is from Isanio, who wrote, Stan turns 10 and all the music his friends listen to. All the music his friends listen to starts sounding like fart noises and shit to him. After that, everything starts to look, taste, and sound to, well, you know, to him. Adam Sandler, ice cream, everything. Meanwhile, Stan's parents are also having problems. It seems they don't have a really good marriage anymore, because Randy listens and performs tween pop that Sharon hates. This episode is one of my favorites of South Park right up there with La Petite Tourette, although I have only seen the first two seasons and some episodes here and there. The episode perfectly tugs in your heartstring and makes you laugh. I at least noticed myself laughing at when they went to the movies. The song Landslide also was perfect to the episode's depressed, sad and sour taste. I almost cried. Um... I mean, I'll, I'll I'll definitely say this. Um, this episode really touched a lot of people, and I don't know if at that time Matt and Trey realized what they did, but it ended up really getting to a lot of people and uh, a lot of people in that situation. Excuse me. Um, but the, but the, just read those comments. And for the fans to have the thought, the idea that that was it. Like, that is the end of South Park. is just absolutely amazing. Considering, you know, we're, we just finished season 25 of South Park. Um... But man, just just unbelievable. Alright, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, you guys can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. And you can join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where you join others to discuss past, present, and future episodes of South Park coming out. Well, the good news is this was not the final episode of South Park because next time we're going to start the second half of season 15 and going to start it with Asperger's. That is the next episode here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode and I will talk to you all later.